0: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's
1: precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. So, Tampa Bay 3, Toronto one four sixteen left in the third. And the Leafs have just said, all right, we got to tie it up. Oh, they just hit the post. So, they have pulled the goalie and Tampa Bay... Hits the post on a shot at the empty net. And the Leafs are going to get the puck back and try to go the other way. Okay. Very entertaining as playoff hockey often is. And as I was telling you, still 3-0 Devils over the Rangers in the first minute of the third period. Later tonight, can the Jets stay alive? They'll have to win on the road, which this year in the postseason, as I was explaining earlier, has, uh, hasn't been too difficult for a lot of away teams. Jets at Golden Knights starting after 8 o'clock. All right. So I am pleased to welcome this gentleman back to the show. He was a regular for us last season. And then he said, enough of that. I got to go, coach. So he we went to the St. Louis Blues. He's uh, going to be taking a spin in the uh, big Alzheimer's tournament this weekend. It is Craig McTavish. Craig, I, I wow, did you wow. hear that? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. You gave a great recap. I was watching
2: the Leafs game. Of uh, what, what's happening in the Leafs-Tampa game, and good to be back on the show too.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you making yeah. time for me, uh, Craig. Of course, I, we enjoyed our, our time last year. And uh, well, let's yeah. just start. How, how did you look? Hey, hey, you know, t- whenever you don't make the playoffs in the NHL, it's disappointing. But how did you enjoy the, the journey and the experience with the Blues?
2: Ah, it was a tough year for the for the Blues for sure. I mean, in in this business. Uh, job satisfaction is based on outrunning expectations. And, uh, you know, the expectations were pretty high for uh, the St. Louis Blues this year. And we just, we we, we we didn't deliver. And it was a struggle. We won the first three games. We played pretty good here in Edmonton early. And uh, I think it was this, maybe our third game of the year. We won three in a row. Then we lost eight in a row. Then we won seven in a row. So it just... We it, it it was a tough year uh, for sure, very 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 tough year for the Blues.
1: Uh, how did you enjoy working uh, with a guy who's uh, quite well respected and is a Stanley Cup champ as as a coach? Uh, how did you enjoy working with Craig Berube? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's good to see somebody else do it. I mean, I've been
2: calling the shots and uh, been a head coach for the last whatever 10 or 15 years. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed the, uh, the, the role in, in the background. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a big transition, don't get me wrong, where you have pretty, uh, pretty much autonomy on all the decisions as a head coach to having very little as, a, uh, as an assistant coach. I mean, I went into an environment there where they've had tons of success uh, and won and uh, you know they they they, they believed in uh, what they were how they were playing and it, it was uh, as you, as you would expect but uh, Craig Baruby was an awesome guy to work for uh, I played with him uh, a little bit here in Edmonton he was here for a training camp and and not much more I don't think but uh, he was uh, he, he was an awesome guy to work with for sure Steve Ott who I Got to know well, was is a really good coach, and Mike Van Ryn, he, it, 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 it was good. Davey Alexander, the goaltender coach, was as sharp
1: a guy as, uh, as, as Dustin here, and that's saying something. I'll, I'll just ask you about one player, because I got to know this guy during his time as an oil king. He was on the show frequently. Um, one night, both he and Dylan Gunther were on the show, and I said, of all your teammates, which would make the best radio host someday? And they both said Jake Neighbors. And of course, I'm asking you about Jake Neighbors, uh, who yeah. uh, I think he played about half the season with you guys and was in the AHL uh, a little bit. I, I'm just because I'm really, I'm really pulling for Jake here to have a great NHL career. Tell us about what you saw in his potential.
2: Well, old school player, and uh, so you might. Uh, imagine how much I like that type of player. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at my age, you get hit with the old school mentality, but Jake, I mean, he, he fit right into that role. I mean, he's physical, he blocks shots, he uh, does uh, the, the grunt work, and a nifty, very nifty set of hands, too. So uh, he, He's, he's going to have a great career, I think, and awesome kid really hardworking, full of life, loves to play. And uh, that's not that uh, common in today's NHL, I think. I mean, he he generally loves to play. And uh, I think that's a really underrated quality to have. And when you enjoy the game and love to practice and play, I mean, it, you're, you're going to maximize the potential you have, which is high for him.
1: See, you always say something interesting, and then I have to go away from what I was going to ask you next and ask you this. You said that that's an uncommon quality. Now, what I read into that was that has the game become more of a business and a profession than a joy and a pastime for players? Is is that what you meant, or or what what did Uh, you mean?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for me, a lot of it is, uh, I mean – you play 15 games in a month now. And, uh, I mean, there are mandated breaks that you have. We had a two week period where we had two weeks off. And, uh, I mean, that, that, that has a, uh, Hold on one second. I'm running into a couple of people here. Okay. <laughs> just in a minute. Yeah, oh, sure. Is... And that has an effect on the day-to-day rigors of the schedule. Like it used to be you'd have a couple, three days between games, but that just doesn't happen now. And I don't, I don't unless, unless you live it, you really can't totally appreciate how much of a grind it is to play, you know, 14 and 15 games in a month. And I think, uh, you know, that, that it, it it can be too much and it can be stifling. And unless you really, really love it, it's uh, it, can, it can be a lot for sure. And I think, again, a, a big part of it is some of these uh, mandated breaks really take your downtime away from the regular season, from the full 82-game regular season. It's tough. Teams, I mean, you hear it all the time. There's not a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Nobody practiced. We used to practice all the time. I mean, uh, practice. Uh, but back, I mean, the old Oilers—they loved to practice. Gretz would. i mean, he absolutely loved to practice. I mean, you think he's—he was good during the game. You should see him in practice. <laughs> That's great. But yeah. But uh, no, I, I think it's it, it's it's it, it's becoming a, a, a grind for sure.
1: Leafs are trying to do it again. They did score one with the goalie out, and they continue to pressure. Minute 14 left, so it's 3-2 for Tampa Bay. Okay. Craig McTavish joining us on Inside Sports. Uh, hopefully I'm not keeping you away from uh, whoever you're meeting for too long, but I, I am hoping to chat with you oh. for a few more minutes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was yeah. great live radio. Craig McTavish yeah. and friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of yeah. breaks in series, i got to throw this one at you. Tuesday was game five. Oilers won 6-3. Sometimes there's yeah. a two-day break in playoff series. They got a three. Media guys like me, talk show, we need something to talk about. Who does it benefit? Who does it benefit? Maybe it doesn't benefit anybody. What, what do you think when there's an extra day off here or extra uh, couple of days off?
2: I'll let you know Saturday night. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, the, I mean, game four was an epic affair. Like I, I watched that. I was in California and watch that and it was everything that makes this game great high speed skill lots of drama and uh you know it it was just an amazing hockey game game four and then game five you know there was a it, it just didn't achieve the same heights as we saw in game four but you know credit our guys to uh putting the puck in the net early and often and, uh, getting the job done. But uh, amazing, amazing comeback. I mean, epic comeback on the, in game four, but, uh, you know, crazy things happened in that building and I'm sure you've talked about it. Like yep. it, ha- it happened to <laughs> us this year. I mean, we were down five one and came back and, uh, Maybe it was six-one. Came back and made it six-five, and it's just there's just gigantic swings of momentum in that building. And uh, even when uh, we're uh, the Oilers were down three uh, nothing, I thought. I mean, that's that, that's that's definitely not insurmountable with the course power that uh, the Oilers have.
1: Um, I just want to throw you one more, Craig, and th- thanks for doing this. I hope I'm not keeping you away from uh, anything too long. The two two new guys, Ekholm and Bukestad, Brownie and I have both said after games, they're both better than we thought they were going to be. Now, we don't don't see them play all the time. We had an awareness of what they could do. Um, You you know, when they made those acquisitions, were you pretty bullish on... I'm sure you were on Ekholm, but were you as bullish on Bukestad coming in too?
2: Well, he really... uh found his game in Phoenix this year I thought, Bukestad. And uh I mean he he's 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 what the Oilers have have missed uh the last number of years, a guy that can go out and win a big face off and not get overpowered defensively. And uh I mean he's really fit in fantastically from what I've seen. And at home I've always had a great appreciation of him. I mean, I saw him uh, at one of the world championships uh, a few years ago, and I mean, it, it, his his overall game is it, it very deep, as as everybody. Thank you, as everybody's seeing. I mean, he just there's nothing he can't do, and uh, just an amazing acquisition. And I know it wouldn't have been easy for Kenny to make that. To spend those assets is not really his M.O. to do it, but, man, he's got his money's worth and more out of what uh, Matias has brought to the team.
1: Okay, we got to let you go. Um, Have fun! Uh, I I know you guys do a great job with the uh, Alzheimer's Face Off Pro Am Hockey Tournament coming up uh, this weekend. So that's awesome. You're taking part in that, Craig. Uh, Shane Corson is in that. He's going to be on the show tomorrow. A lot of local. Yeah. So, good good for you for playing in that. I'm I'm sure you're going to be lighting it up and scoring a ton of goals. Well. Once again, you're wrong. Let's go with it. That's awesome. Thank you, Craig. Okay, Okay, bye. That is Craig McTavish. Check again. That should be the slogan for the show. Well, Reid, once again, you're wrong. That's that's pretty good. We should clip that audio, Kellen, and uh, save it. Tampa Bay wins. Uh, I was keeping an eye on that while talking to Craig. So 4-2, they did get an empty netter uh, with five seconds left from Kalorn. Leafs were just... Pressuring, pressuring, pressuring with the goalie out really for the last four minutes. So, yeah, Leafs uh, can't do it. They still, I mean, the Leafs are now in the same. It doesn't really matter how you got there, right? Leafs are going in road game trying to uh, win the series on Saturday. Same thing the Oilers are doing. It's just the Leafs didn't win the most recent game. Devils three uh, nothing on the Rangers halfway through the third. So they're looking to go up three two in that series. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That is the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty, pro all the way, 780-496-0063. Back in a couple of minutes. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right. So uh, the Leafs lost. So there is a game six on Saturday. You know, uh, Kellen, I missed it on the TV. The, the NHL has not said it yet, but you said uh, CBC Sportsnet flashed up a five o'clock game for the, the Leafs. Yeah, that's Saturday. what I've seen too. So yeah. I, I'm guessing the Oilers will then play uh, an eight o'clock game. Again, that's my speculation. We'll get it officially later on tonight, but uh, there will be a game six Toronto at Tampa Bay on Saturday. Elliott Friedman has just posted this. Phil Kessel not taking warm-ups for Vegas. This would be his first missed game since October 31st, 2009. Wow. <laughs> Man, Vegas hosting the uh, Jets. Jets are trying to stay alive in that one. The Oilers uh, practice today. Uh, they'll skate tomorrow, fly to Los Angeles for that game on Saturday. Again, the time still to be determined. I was was speculating, which I've been a little reluctant to do, but of course we'll let you know here on 630 Chet. 780-496-0063. Kellen, hit me with a couple of messages, man.
0: Yes, a couple of quick text messages here to wrap up the night. Uh, we got an unknown text that's... Oh, actually, we got... This is from James. I, my mistake. I saw the number. I didn't see the name. It is James. James says, Toronto headlines in five days. Maple Leafs lose in seven. Keith fired. James with some predictions there.
1: That is a... Bold prediction, James. If you are right, you will be celebrated <laughs> on Inside Sports.
0: And if you're wrong, we'll, we'll forget have about it. Whatever. It's all, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Ricky texts in and says, This devil's goalie, 22-year-old Akira Schmid from Switzerland, looks like the new Brodeur. Oh, yeah, he is the new goalie stealing they the, got the series yeah. against the Rangers. That's yeah. from Ricky.
1: Uh, yeah. that's. I don't know much about him. You're right. I was like, who's this? Yeah. Well, uh, I picked the Rangers in four, so as usual, I'll probably be wrong, as what? Craig McTavish just reminded us.
0: You're bound to get one wrong. I mean, you did pick the Islanders to win the Cup last year. No, so.
1: I, picked, I picked Colorado to win the Cup over the Islanders. Ah, okay. So I did get the Cup winner, but my Eastern team did, did not do well. There you go. Yes. All right. Let's, oh, th- this is an interesting uh, clip here. So in the NBA, Milwaukee, the uh, number one seed... Lost to uh, Miami in the first round. And their star player Giannis Antetokounmpo was asked after the game if the season was a failure.
0: Do you view this season as a failure? You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Do you get, do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, provide a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, Max, you have a question. Yes or no? No, I mean, I don't think so, no. Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it from one of the best in the NBA. You know, you keep going. It's hard to win. It's a tough season. I like how he put that. You know, Michael Jordan didn't win the NBA championship every year. Does that mean his season or he was a failure in the years that, uh, that he didn't? They keep fighting. Okay. So... We will uh, see when the Oilers play. Likely they're either going to play at, uh, at 8 o'clock or 2 o'clock on Saturday. We will know for sure once the Winnipeg-Vegas game ends. The uh, Leafs and Lightning will play game six. Lightning win 4-2. And the Devils up 3-0 on the Rangers now getting later into the third period. Big thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer this evening. Dave Campbell is the producer of Inside Sports. Bob Stauffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll have Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Shane Cor is scheduled to join us thanks for listening my name's reed